All right, welcome back to On Shuffle. Uh, yeah. This is yeah, take two. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, well, it's, as far as, it's been a couple weeks since we did a podcast, and we've, uh, yeah, so, uh, so we'll figure we'll uh, better catch up and do another do, do another one. And we started this, to let you know, we started this already uh, an hour ago, and we, uh, <laughs> it did not record, so, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, well, well it, it recorded, I guess, which is all I know what happened to it. So. I, I, well, I think, I think I, del- I th- here's what I think happened. I deleted the segment from the January 9th that we said we were going we weren't going to keep and it was only one box there are two different boxes but I clicked on that specific box and hit delete and I don't know why but I know now I better not do that anymore I mu- I got to just when I publish all it. of them yes so so anyways basically what I'm telling you is we've already uh, we've already <laughs> started and we're going to uh, do this again yeah. and it makes me feel like uh, in my past life, I was a school teacher, and it makes me feel like when I had to, one of the worst things, nobody ever talks about this, and I know I'm getting off music, nobody ever talks about this with uh, teaching, but to me, the worst thing was, uh, you know, I taught history, and I had four classes, so I go in there in the morning, I teach that class, they leave, the next one comes in, I teach the exact same thing, you know, and it's something about, like, doing it again, like, oh, gosh, but I'm excited to do this, because we're talking about something we love, being music, yeah. um, but... So uh, I think so. This week we're going to do introduce a new segment. Yeah. This segment will probably revolve around the new artist segment that we um, sure we're doing, or the new music, I guess, segment we're doing. Um, so it's a suggested artist. So as as far as we'll suggest an artist to the other to the other uh, my partner here, and he'll suggest one to me. Of I guess bands that I know that the, we know the other person may not like or so maybe not gave gave a chance or right. listen to, right? So some something that we haven't. Um, I said it's just like new music or not new music, but a but band or an artist that we haven't yeah checked out yeah. Um, and I think I had one. Well, because I guess it was a uh, I had one for this week, and it was I was going to introduce um, maybe Avenged Sevenfold to to yep. you because I know. Um, I know in the past, you said that you've kind of tuned out the kind of the newer, heavier yeah. rock metal stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know cause they, they, I'll say they are, they've been around a long time now, but, yeah. um, probably at least 20 years now, but they are relatively new. That's as new and that new as, um, that's crazy. We're calling something 20 years old new and we do it. I do it too. I mean, everybody does it. Yeah. What well, happens in the 21st century. It's new. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's new. Um, because I think I said what I said before that it was, um, they're they're besides the heavier bands, they're one of the newer bands that like, I guess, the headline to festivals and stuff. Yeah. Like so, most of the time it was bands from the eighties, like Metallica's and the Megadeths and Slayers and like bands like that or Ozzy, or that have been around obviously for forever. Yeah. Um, and they're they're the ones that kind of get all the pop as far as like headlining this or that or like advertised on TV shows and stuff. But like I said, so uh, Vince Sevenfold, like I said, they've been around for I said a little while now. I mm-hmm. said, um, um, so like I said, they're uh, I've been a fan of them probably since Guitar Hero Three um, when I first heard uh, Beast in the Heartlet um, on there. And um, well, I'm excited to check them out. Like I said, yeah, I, I, like I said, they're, I guess they're probably in the vein of the of the eighties thrash stuff. Yeah, um, they do have um, some nice uh, dual guitar stuff. A lot, that's, a lot of their stuff has the dual guitar. Um, yeah, probably closer to like Iron Maiden and the Thin Lizzy type of guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, yeah, um, 
I, I said I've been, been been a big fan of them for a long long time. Um, like I said, they haven't. Um, their their newest album is okay, but mm. I said um, anything after Wake in the Fallen, I said check out because I know the first two albums were like a kind of heavier screaming mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, yeah, check them out. I, so. I'm looking forward to it. I, I guess you know you you mentioned how uh, you know it was kind of after my. Uh, metal phase and, and of course I still like metal I like all music but it was kind of after I, a certain time where I wasn't I wasn't looking for anything new you know what I'm saying in a certain category and I guess yeah. I equate it like uh, you know being a fan of a team and like the quarterback retires and then you know you, you kind of have to I don't know man you gotta it's like alright I'm not used to this like this uh, and it could be great because I'm I'm hoping to listen to it and like I do any time I put on music, I'm hoping to listen to it and it'd be my favorite band of all time. But yeah. uh, so, you know, that, that part is, um, so before, when we go back to the uh, next podcast, I will report back to you and we'll, I will have listened and, uh, and after those first two albums, of course, and, uh, yep, yep. kind of give you my, my breakdown. I'll try to give you a couple songs that maybe I like better than others. All right. And just yeah. my overall, you know, thing, but. So, all right, sounds good. All right, man. So we're going to do uh, this segment. It's a new one, too. It's a holy grail of music. And, um, you know, we talked about off air how this is one of those that I guess we can always add to, uh, can always go back. There's going to be stuff we forget uh, or stuff that we learn. Uh, so, But this one right here is just things, uh, as we've already established uh, off air, stuff that uh, it doesn't It can be materialistic. It can be a story. Yeah. Um, you know, it can be uh, anything of that nature, so just things like that, and I guess you'll know exactly what we're talking about in a minute, but again, uh, Holy Grail, my first one is, uh, we'll go back and forth, my first one is Night, One Night in Shaolin by Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. So, it's an album that, that is it's one of a kind, there's only one album made, and it sells back and forth uh, towards, uh, for, you know, very rich <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, I want to say it sold in the millions, uh, I know last time it did, uh, but... And then the guy, the the Martin, I think it's uh, is it Scarell? Oh, the restaurant name that too. That, but that, that sounds that sounds right. Um, the the main the real life hill. Yeah, super villain. Yeah, super villain. Yeah, we we uh, he threatened to blow it up when he bought it, uh, <laughs> so no one could ever hear it. So that was cool. But uh, but no, uh, that album. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it. Uh, I don't know anything about it, of course, besides that it exists. And um, you know, part of me's always thought about with that album. Is if it was that good, like wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't it, they re-record? I don't know, you know. Like I just I, I always wonder. Um, like I guess it's just one of those things. Uh, over time, it just becomes a hot item, and you know, yeah. regardless of the, how good the album actually is, and it might be great. I don't know, but it's probably the myth around. Like you know, it's yeah. the only one, and it's I guess it's you know, I said one of those things. Like it's almost a bit of a reputation of sure. a cell own like is like. A Wu Tang album nobody's ever heard of. It's like I don't know if Guns N' Roses, or man, Guns N' Roses because they're still torn. But like, it's led, there's like a long lost Led Zeppelin album yeah. that was recorded on like, yeah. isn't it platinum or gold? It's like some fancy material, mm-hmm. and it's like you know this is an album between you know Led Zeppelin's prime that's never been heard, but you can buy it. Yeah, and I say I guess it's probably something similar to that. Yeah. Um, so that's like I said, an interesting item. Like there. I said, it's um. There. I, I can't say I've ever listened to Wu Tang, so I'm not a fan of them really yeah. at all. Never listened to them. But like I said, um, it's just one of those things that you just kind of know about in music. Yeah. Like I said, sure. being a fan of music. Um, 
I like some of them individually, uh, and I do like Wu Tang Clan songs. But I, like as far as their group itself, Wu Tang Clan, uh, yes. you know, just songs. You yeah, know? songs. Yeah. But um, so uh, so so I think mean, I lean in more of the items territory because I think I wasn't I, sure when I mean, when you first proposed the subject a couple of weeks ago, it was you mentioned like a Kiss music video. Yeah. So it was. Um, like I said so. I wasn't sure if you. I guess. What yeah, it's very vague. Wanted to go. Yeah. So. I lean in more of the items. So, um, one item, like Holy Grail item, I would love to, like, I think just being in the vicinity of it, I guess have some, like, Mojo, I, I guess it's like, and I sound like Zach Bagans over here, but, like, <laughs> certain items have, like, a aura around it. You know, that have, have, like, a, like I said, it might just, might just be us putting something on it. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? But, like, uh, 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 Freddie, uh, Eddie Van Halen's. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein guitar, Frankenstein yes, guitar. Yes. Um, just knowing the history of it, obviously Van Halen. When I was first getting into rock and metal, like I said, I was into other genres first. Right. Um, and one of the bands that first got my attention was like I said was Van Halen. Maybe want to play guitar as anybody's ever said ever. Like yeah. I said, Van Halen sure. turned on playing sure. an instrument. But like I said, um, it was a guitar he made out of odds and ends. Like I said, um, I think it was like a. Um, Charbel neck headstock with like a like an old fender body that was like beaten up. It was like a I can't remember the technical term, but it was like um, when he whenever when he, whenever he was first making it, he went to like a fender guitar making like a factory, and they had these uh, bodies that had like knots in it that were like throwaways that they were just gonna literally throw away and not yeah. use. And he bought it for like a handful of dollars, and he put wow. it together. When he was making, putting the pickup, because he had like a one humbucker mm-hmm. in it. When he was making, installing it, it dropped it, it fell in hot coffee. But he still put it in, in the guitar. And like I said, it's. That's awesome. Like I said, That's yeah, a cool it's story. a crazy, yeah, crazy story. And like I said, it was in all those crazy, not all those crazy, but all those great Van Halen albums. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think he still played it. Maybe, well, I know there's a lot of copies of it since. So he probably played that more live and stuff. So, yeah. But like I said, Holy Grail item for sure, and that's a and that's such a pretty guitar. Like again, that's one of those where if you see the um, you see the artwork on the guitar, or I don't know, I guess that's what you call. It. That's what I'm calling it, artwork on the guitar. Yeah. Then uh, it don't matter if it's on that guitar, if it's on anything. It, my mind automatically goes to Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen to yeah. be exact. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a, that's a really good one. Um, my next one is a story, and uh, and I, I don't know exactly. Uh, what I'm saying here again, very vague subject, but uh, there's a story out there, and and again, it might be well known. I don't know. I I've, I never claim to be a, a expert at this stuff. I just love it, love music, love um, everything about it. But there's a Led Zeppelin story where they had a night, an infamous night, and I want to say it was on a, a boat, a cruise ship, something. Maybe not. I don't know, but uh, where a young lady who was there with them almost got bit by a shark. Uh, so. I guess it's one of those when I heard, I have so many questions and I don't have no answers. Um, so I, I guess my, my number two is that Led Zeppelin story, the shark story, I'm calling it. So uh, I would love to know what happened and, and what transpired and, and what made whatever happened transpire. So, Yeah. Um, again, again, that crazy story, like I said, I think I mentioned before that I remember hearing that they had like a fireplace on their airplane, like I said, yeah. which... I'm sure it's possible if it's true. So we gotta look that one up. Yeah, so that's that just sounds like one of those things, like a myth. Yeah, 
like you know. Well, like, and they're so rock and roll, man. They're just so rock and roll. You you see someone with spiked hair or this style, and you're like, that's punk, man. That's punk. When I think of rock and roll, I think of Led Zeppelin, and whether they're good or bad, I know obviously some of the things probably are a little bit too far in, in certain cases and all that stuff. But but uh, when I think of rock and roll and I think of what is rock and roll, what bodies rock and roll, it's Led Zeppelin for sure. Uh, the, well, the Motley Crue's and Aerosmith's yep. and Ozzy's. They, they, Led they, Zeppelin walked so they can run. Exactly. I was going to say that, yeah. Um, so uh, another Holy Grail item for sure. Um, I, I think I, I can't remember last week's podcast or before. My favorite band um, of all time, Queen. So I like to have Brian May's guitar. Of course, that's a uh, custom guitar. I think he's had copies made since. Obviously, he's a touring musician. Yeah. But uh, of course, like I said, it's Brian May's um, red. I can't remember the name of the instrument now. Uh, but I don't know if it has a name. But his red guitar, like I said, um, like I said, it was made. I think he, him, and his dad made it from like an old fireplace and like. Part of it was made out of, made from like a bicycle spoke. Like I said, it's again another another not nearly as crazy because Betty did it himself. Like mm. I said, Brian did it with his dad, and and it's on all all, all those great you know, Queen albums yeah. and playing it live. Like I said, just another you know Holy Grail item that'd be insanely cool to be in the presence of. Yeah, no, for sure. I and I uh, that's. Yeah, anything Queen, anything, whether it be Brian May or Freddie or any of them, like, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, my next one is probably, a. this is obviously a personal one. Well, they all are, but this one's a more personal one. It's not really, I don't know if any other music person would claim it be, uh, be a Holy Grail, but being a huge Guns N' Roses fan, I know when Axel did the Chinese Democracy uh, album in the last 15, 20 years, whenever it was. I want to say it was 2003, 2004, but I'm probably wrong. It might be 2006, 2007. But anyways, nonetheless, Chinese Democracy. Uh, I like the album. Uh, I know a lot of Guns fans don't, but uh, and that's okay. It, you know, it's all about what you prefer. But when he made it, he said that there was enough material, enough music for four albums that he did so much. And one of the songs actually was what the old school song that Guns N' Roses. Or um, hard school. Yeah, hard school. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Hard school, S K O O L, right? Uh, when they came out with uh, last year, I think I've heard that that was one of the songs off that album, and I do like the song. But I guess I would love to get my hands on that and listen to that. So that's a personal, um, that's a personal uh, holy grail for me. Yeah, I say, and and that's the, I think, well, I think that album in particular was one of the ones that you, like, you were the only person I knew was a fan of them. Yeah, it seemed like, or only one that's like openly open like oh yeah I, I like uh, Chinese democracy yeah and like I said seeing them live and hearing the songs live like of course the song Chinese democracy yeah and hearing better which is off that album um and what's the, there's that ballad they didn't do it live but Catching uh, Rye no it's uh the piano ballad oh yeah with um, Axel singing yeah off the top of your head yeah but like I said there are some good songs off of it especially I know it's like the classical lineup and stuff, but if you just give it a try, like I said, Chinese Democracy does have some good good songs yeah. on it, and I would like to hear some of those songs just because I do. I am a Buckethead fan, about how kind of eccentric he he is, or mm. you know whatever he's doing now. But like I said, I like to hear some of those songs too. Um, I heard that uh, I heard that Axel had to really get in his tail uh, at the studio because some of the outlandish things he did at the studio, or like I. I heard a story. I couldn't remember if it was chickens or something, but yeah, he, he wanted like a chicken coop in there. Or yeah, something. yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, I just, 
I don't know, man. Those are stories that I want to hear. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, or no, yeah, again, another story is like, is it a myth? Is it real? Sure. Did it actually happen? Yeah. Um, I know, I know Buckethead's kind of a centric guy. I want to say he, a little background on Buckethead, I want to say he is, uh, his mentor, his person he learned from is Paul Gilbert. Really? Yeah, so like, Paul Gilbert trained, trained him on guitar. So, like, he is an actual person. He's not, but uh, he plays like an alien, obviously, because he's super, you know. He's, he's not a Buckethead. A virtuoso <laughs> guitar player, Buckethead. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I love love to hear that hear that um, mm-hmm. stuff too. So uh, I was going to do my my uh, honorable mentions before I get on number one. All right, go for it. Um, and the first one, I'm not a fan of the artist, but it's to be super cool to like see and like have because these these next two albums were sold in auction. Mm-hmm. Um, is Jimi Hendrix's uh, torched guitar, the guitar that oh, he burned yeah. on the Montreal Festival. I said it was two hundred. I think it sold an auction. I can't remember when. Probably two hundred thirty-seven thousand. Like I said, it's an actual. Like I said, it's the cool part is obviously it is because it, it did catch on fire. Obviously, it did torch it in a famous video picture. Um, but like I said, it's still a playable guitar. It's still like a it still looks like a guitar. It looks yeah. it looks kind of wild. So like I said, um, love to have that or you know see it. Holy Grail for sure. And another one because Kiss, you know, they love money. They uh, sold their some of their costumes. Um, oh, that'd be I can't. Cool. I wasn't sure which era of costumes it was. I don't even know if it was like a classical lineup stuff or anything. What like a flex! Said, yeah, so they just sold their sold their like some costumes. Like I said, for r- roughly the same amount, two hundred thirty-eight thousand. Um, what a flex like to said, be! Uh, somebody walk through your house in your man cave, and you're like, "Yeah, that's my Gene Simmons shoulder pads." <laughs> I said, that, that, that would that's 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 what I would like said. I guess the, that's what it will be cool about having yeah, that yeah, in particular is like, hey, here's this, so here's this, you know, shoulder pads from Gene Simmons and like in Paul Stanley's yeah. boots. You know? I feel like if Gene dies before Paul, that uh, Paul and Gene's family are going to sell his tongue at auction. <laughs> it's going to be in a jar and they're going to get 400000 for it. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I said that, that's something cool to have. Um, mm. No, for sure. I'd, I'd Oh, is that it? Yeah, I'm showing right now. I'm showing uh, Daniel here a picture of the torch guitar, Jim Hendrix's guitar. And I said it's still. It's perfect. Like yeah, it, I said it's, it burned perfectly to say, "Hey, this guitar was burned, but you can still shred with it." And it's still it's still a guitar. Like yeah. I said, it still looks like a guitar. That's you know, so, so cool. that's cool. Uh, that's cool. And uh, I said, I'll say my last Holy Grail item. This is one I would like to again uh, something you can't have because you will never be able to buy it. But it was, um, it was an original pressing of Bohemian Rhapsody, um, alluding to my uh, um, cool things of the week on online. Same at the end, um, I know um, Brian May in this video he kind of dissects Bohemian Rhapsody and it's on an original pressing of the song. Yeah. So like I said, I would love to. Yeah, I'd uh, like I said, yeah, love to like at least see it. Like I said, just yeah. to touch or not, maybe not touch it. I would hate to break it. Or you know, mess it yeah. up. But like I said, it would be super cool to. Uh, oh man! To that's the holy grail for that'd sure. That'd be unreal. Well, Matthew showed me that video before where uh, Brian May's breaking down the the song and and different parts of it and stuff. And I don't know. It's just so cool to. Uh, and again, he's he's still alive and healthy, obviously, and hope he lives for many many more years. But it's so cool to see a uh, uh, a guy like that be able to break down a song that uh, that he did so many years ago with, with you know one of the greatest songs of all time so that that's that's just cool
All right, and the last one that I have on my Holy Grail list is, uh, again, it is a story rather than a materialistic thing. It's uh, the Elvis Presley room at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I want to say, uh, and I should probably have more facts if I'm going to call it out. I, I want to say it's been, the door has not been opened. Uh, so no one, no one, not even the people that live there have seen inside that room uh, and I guess it's been, you know, well over 40 years. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the old thing is it was the room Elvis stayed in when he would go over there. So, uh, you know, it was his personal room, so to speak, when he visited there. And the last time he went there, apparently had a crazy night. It sounds like it was, you know, supposedly more crazier than other nights he spent. And uh, that room has been basically sealed off from anyone, not just public, but uh, the residents for over well over 40 years and uh probably closer to 50 actually but i would love 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 to and i probably don't i probably don't want to know what went in there but i would this <laughs> at least love to know uh be pointed in the right direction as to why uh they won't even open the door uh, and i and you know it's probably a lot of very thick uh shag carpet and uh <laughs> yeah you know um Reading about it here, it says that only Hugh Hefner and Elvis can go can go in the room. That is unreal. So, so, um, so again, it was. It said the room has been described as having a gothic Tudor Tudor look, but this is just speculation. Like I said no one but Elvis and Hugh could could have gone in it. Um, That's unreal. So, like I said, I'm assuming I, I know, I'm not sure if the Playboy Mansion is sold mm. or like whose hands are it. Is I want to say it's his son. Okay, so I'm assuming... Could be wrong, but I want to say it's his son now. So I'll assume that... He's got to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean what's, I, I, what's his dad going to do? going to haunt him? Yeah, you know, like, like, I, I love... I, I know we love our parents and all that, but, it, you know, if, if my parent And like my mom, God rest her soul, uh, she's no longer with us, but if there's something like that after she passed on, the first thing I'm going to do is go look in there. I got to know why. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, so I said... Um, I said, that'd just be... Well, I said kind of like I don't know if I want to know. No, but, I, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't really think I want to know why. Uh, what Elvis did that night, uh, but I, I guess I want to know why it's closed. Yeah, like, what, yeah, yeah. What's special? Yeah, special yeah. about it. So yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. All right, so I guess on to our next segment. Um, we were going to. Uh, I can't remember if you said it in the past podcast or not, but we were going to do either a top five or just or maybe five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney songs. Yeah. Um, I think, because I, I think I, pr- I proposed the subject, the topic, and I know because me and my wife are definitely, uh, sure. Uh, more, I guess we're, we won't have any kids, but we're adults yeah. and, and into Disney. Yeah. Because uh, I think, I don't know, we've watched the movies for pleasure. I think you might have been forced, I will. Yeah, I, but you know what? Watch it. Yeah, but it's one of those things. I like to joke, I, and of course, they'll find out if they hear this one day, but, uh, I like to act like, oh, we got to watch another. Of course, I like those movies. Everyone likes the movies. You know what I mean? That's one of those things where, uh, and they've, they're so brilliantly made where uh, they're obviously made for kids and stuff, but, but uh, you know, we like them too. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can get it. Like, well, because you can at least uh, um, like appreciate how, how nice they're made and like yeah. the look of it and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, um, so these, these are, um, I'll say these are maybe not, well, these are probably my top five. I think I kind of narrowed it down because I tried to. I think everybody knows the you know the famous that were in the nineties like 
Beauty's, Beauty and the Beast sure. and like the famous songs like You Got a Friend in Me. Um, those type of songs. And those songs are obviously all fine and dandy. Um, but uh, these are five that I've actually revisited. Okay. Um, or like, I guess they're more than just like a Disney song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, these are, I guess, five Disney songs. Five, these are probably my top five. I'm not sure if you have five. Uh, but I think I see I send these to you, so mm-hmm. um, so I guess I'm gonna you know, have your you know, have your input. Yep. Um, so okay, so I guess uh, I'll say this. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this is my number five. Um, it's uh, from the movie Tangled. If you like uh, Disney, you know this guy says Rapunzel. Um, it's, uh, it's the song's called "I See the Light." It's uh, Mandy Moore and uh, the 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 co art the co singer is mm-hmm. uh, Zachary Levi. They're both from the movie. Um, it's a it's a nice ballad. I guess it's it's definitely a throwback to like um, the songs from the nineties, like um, another like another song I might touch on in a second or before. But it's um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it, there's like this Disney I guess song guru who wrote all these songs from the nineties, and he actually wrote this song too, because I guess he's still working for Disney. Um, so yeah, I see the light. It's a nice ballad. It's kind of the uh, the big fall in love song in the movie if you've yeah. seen the movie yeah um like i said it's a great song um and yeah so that's the end it's a good song yeah i like that that's cool i i and i don't have five i've got three well i've got four um so okay. i guess we can bounce it back i got uh my first and i think mine are i love how you did yours yours are yours are more i guess yours are a lot matthew's a lot more thoughtful than mine i'll say because i think mine are uh well i'll just get into it Number one, I've got uh, Moana. I've got from the Moana movie, uh, the Jermaine Clement Shining. Okay, see, so Shining was in was in my top five. See, nice. like, I think because you turned me. Well, I think. Yeah, well, the Moana movie. Right? Well, you, well, I know because originally. Or Jermaine Clement. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. In the again, in our history here, we yeah. uh, you turned me on to the Flight of the Concords, which I've heard. I've seen Jermaine Clement in movies because yeah. he was in like Dinner for Schmucks mm-hmm. and uh, Men in Black Three, yep. among other things. Um, but like I said, you show me a flight of the Concords, and obviously they're great, funny, hilarious, you know, a talented artist too. Um, and you said that he was in this movie, mm-hmm. and, and of course I only knew the song for a long time because the song was just so catchy. And like I said, it's I think um, what's the guy's name? He wrote Hamilton. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, Manuel. Uh, yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yep. He kind of did all the music yep. for that that movie. Um, and I think when he first discovered Jermaine Clement was going to be in it, and he said this in the videos that uh, he uh, he's a he's a fan of Flight of the Concords, and in that TV show, oh, that's cool, right, man. And in that TV show, of course, you know he did David Bowie. Jermaine Clement did the David Bowie impression, yeah, very funny. And he based the song off of his impression. He and he's obviously had him sing it, so it's uh, did not know that kind of a seventies, so David mm-hmm. Bowie yes kind of spacey mm-hmm. song in in a, in a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, so yeah, Shiny by Jermaine Clement. Yeah, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, uh, but it, what what always about like these Disney movies and and mine might not all be Disney. I don't know. Mine, I might need to. Uh, you, I, I know you could probably help me out when I as I go along, but they're so catchy, like so many catchy songs, like the chorus hooks, and I'm always, I and I guess I'm like, man, how do they do it all the time? Or like him, like he's so talented, uh, uh, Lynn. Manual, uh, yeah, yeah, so talented, but uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I love that song. I, I, a very good song. Uh, my kids know it verbatim as I do. Yeah. Um, so and obviously been a fan of him for twenty years and Fly the Concords used to watch it religiously and um, just a just a good one. 
So, uh, so yeah, so that, that's foul pie would have been higher up on my list, but of course that's that's, that's yep. um, two of my five. But I said it's a great song. It might be on mine too. I, I guess with mine, uh, I, I just I, I've got a list. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I guess if I had to revisit, I, you know what? It is higher. It, it's higher than the other two, uh, two or three I've got. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's higher up. So I guess these are probably not in any order. Do it. I will say my favorite for last. Though. Okay. Um, so uh, another song. I think this is a song that I've actually grown more of uh, affiliation for recently. Um, it's a whole new world by. Um, oh yes. In Aladdin, um, it's the singers are Leah Salon Salonga. I think that's her name. She sang um, a song of Mulan. You know the animated Mulan, and um, it was. Um, she thinks she does Broadway. Still a very amazing singer. Still. The, uh, the the male voice singing for Aladdin was a guy named Brad Kane. He's an actor and singer. Now. Okay. Um, I think what turned me on to this song was there's a, there's a I guess there's a behind the scenes recording of it where they were, I think they were writing music for it and they did like a little impromptu um, I guess uh, not concert but like they performed the song in front of the orchestra and an orchestra, I guess when they were writing the, uh, doing the music for the movie uh-huh. and. Um, Seeing them two like embody the characters and sing and you know and kind of act out the song, like yeah. I said, for the movie, like I said, it was uh, really turned me on to it. So, I really have an affiliation for that song now. That's like, cool. Um, so yeah, so a whole new world, great song, man. Line. I think, I think that'd be on, I think that'd be on 90% of people's list, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just a great song. That's like one of the more, I guess, more, I guess, yeah, like I said, famous, yeah. Everybody would, you know, have the song. Yeah, and that song, that was one of the few too. I shouldn't say few, but that was one of the more bigger mainstream ones too. That I think got a lot of play um, outside of the movie. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So my next one, um, you know, I think I, I'm a fan of this guy, and I I don't know if you are as well, but uh, the movie Sing uh, has uh, Taron Egerton playing in it uh he's one of the characters he's the guy who does uh rocket man he does elton uh, john in the movie yeah which we'll get back to that one in a minute but uh the way i feel inside i think that's what it's called um but yes he, he's got a song on there a little and it's it's a very short song i actually have it in my music library on apple music very short song i want to say it's probably a minute and a half but uh love the song so catchy just a just a good song and he's got a very good voice he does a very good job i remember when i first heard he was doing, and I know we talked about doing biopics and, uh, and biopics, however you call it, and uh, documentaries. Uh, so that's one I would obviously talk about when we get there. But I remember when I found out they were doing the Rocket Man movie and that he was doing it. I didn't know who he was at first, obviously. Uh, but I saw a picture of him and I was like, ah, you know, I don't know about this. How's that going to work? Yeah. But, of course, like I did with the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, too, I did the same thing. And then after you watch him, which, of course... Uh, I don't like the Rocket Man as much as I do that one. You're like, okay, this guy's perfect. So I was, uh, I was uh, seeing him in in this uh, this sing movie do that song. He's great, great song. It's a good one. So little, I think if uh, you've seen the movie, uh, you you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyways, that song right there. So what was it again? The song. It's uh, Taron Egerton. It's uh, the way I feel inside. Well, what movie is that from? Uh, the movie Sing. Sing. Uh, oh, Sing. Oh, well, yeah. the animal singing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I had to put it together. Yeah. Um, all right. So yes, that's a good one. I haven't seen that movie actually. It's a good one. You guys will like it. Um. So. Uh, and I don't know if it's a Disney movie. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it might have been DreamWorks, but I guess it's animated. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's what. I, that's kind of where I was um, going with. 
Um, so I guess this is uh, one that I've always kind of enjoyed, and um, I said I really do um, try trying to look at my list here. It's it's a song by Roger Miller from Robin Hood. It's okay. uh, Oodalali. Yes. It's the it's the I guess. I'm so jealous you got that one. Yeah, from uh, I say it's it's actually a nice well it's it's, it's useful in different things now since it's so old but yeah um, of course it's from the movie, the movie Robin Hood you know it's um, it's the famous song Robin Hood and Little John Walking mm-hmm. Through the Forest it's only like a minute minute long it's actually a really nice little ditty you know because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a Roger Miller he's an old country artist and he was in so much back then. So much, his, yeah. You know, well, I like that. I forgot that he was the chicken in the movie. Last yeah. day, he was the, the rooster. Yeah, I uh, playing the guitar and stuff in the movie. And uh, wasn't um, he in the Hundred One Dalmatians too? He was the main cat, the the alley cat, right? Oh, the aristocrat. The aristocrat, the aristocrats. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, there you go. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah. So, so uh, but like I said, yeah. So um, shows you my knowledge, right there. <laughs> I'm sitting here just naming a whole other movie. Um, but uh, yeah, so I said it's a Udalali. I said it's a nice little ditty. I said it's only a, it's very short. Right. Honestly, Android had a really nice commercial of animals, actual animals like weird animal paintings. I don't know friends. Like I said, so it's a great song. Like I said um, from Robin Hood. Yeah. I, I like that one. Okay, my so I got two more. My my second to last is uh, a uh, 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 the movie Trolls. And it's uh, and I forgot the girl's name. You might know it, uh, uh, but her and um, she does tr- her and what's his face, Tim- Just Timberlake. They do True Colors, and I like their version of True Colors. Of course, the old Cindy Lauper song from the eighties. Uh, you know, yeah, everybody's heard it. Ashley Tisdale. Uh, I think it was Ashley Tisdale. It, I, I can't, yeah, it might be. I don't know. I can't remember, but it's an old eighties um, song, and of course, everybody's heard it. Every everybody, but I like their the I like their spin on it. It's just a cool sound. They they kind of slow it down, and it's a slow song, anyways. But they. Uh, it's worth a listen if you hadn't heard it. And again, you probably have some trolls came out within the last ten years. I don't even know when, but one of my daughter's favorites. So that's my uh, next to last one. Nice, yeah. That's <coughs> a, 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 I have. I think I have seen that movie set. So yeah. You know, obviously, they do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just song. Well, Justin Timberlake. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can sing. Yeah. Obviously. Um, so my last one, and this, I think this this soundtrack has gotten a lot of love here recently, just because, I guess, thinking back. I guess the the popular saying is he went he went so hard on this album that uh-huh. it doesn't make sense why he went so hard in a Disney movie. Uh-huh. It's uh, "You'll Be in My Heart," obviously Phil Collins from uh-huh. um, Tarzan. Um, like I said, that album has got a lot of love because um, I think I pointed this out to you when I kind of proposed this uh, this topic was that well, and it's true for other songs on the list. Um, most Disney songs and albums and soundtracks. The, the characters are singing the songs mm-hmm. about a lot of the time. Like I said, like in Tangled, it was the two artists, two main characters singing. And for some reason, for this album and another movie, I think Brother Bear or Big, I think or Big Bear, I mm-hmm. think or another Disney movie I haven't seen in a long time. Um, Phil Collins, who isn't a character in a movie by no means, yeah. he's just he did the soundtrack for these two albums, these two movies, and obviously um, the Tarzan soundtrack. He did one of them. Yeah. I said, "You'll be in my heart." Um, a great song. It's uh, obviously it's Phil Collins. It's amazing. Such a flex by 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 them. Like like I I don't know how these things go. Of course I I have no clue. But I would think that if I'm some big actor and you come approach me and you say, Hey Daniel, I want you to be in my movie. It's an animated movie. I want you to be a voice. 
And let's just say I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to, that's the kind of route I want to take. This Some animated movie, I mean, is it even? And then you say, well, Phil Collins is doing the, the soundtrack. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you had me at Phil. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, because it was, um, so they don't do that anymore, or it's probably since, where they have like someone that's doing the soundtrack and he's not in the movie. Like yeah. I said, it's just Phil Collins. And like, there's other songs I could have chosen that were, well, may not just as good. Yeah. You'll, you'll Be My Heart's kind of the famous one. Yeah. But like I said that whole album is like I said he is a Phil Collins album on to a Disney movie. So like I said it's just a yeah. Um, it's cool that he did it. Like I said, and I think he he dedicated the song to his daughter, which was the actress Lily Collins. Yeah. Um, like I said, so that's probably my number one Disney song. Like I said, it's definitely probably not underrated because lots getting a lot of love now, but it's yeah. underrated for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I did want to throw in a, a bonus song because um, go ahead. I don't think I didn't tell you this one, so you you might not know it offhand. But it's uh, from Toy Story 2. It's probably, this song's way too sad for it to be a Disney song. It's really sad. It's from Toy Story 2. It's when she, the song is When She Loved Me. It's, there's a melody of it. it. It can be found in some TikTok songs or yeah. videos. You might have heard the melody. But it's um, When She Loved Me. It's sung by Sarah McLaughlin, which was famous for, you know. The, the dog commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I know. She's, heart, heart of an Angel. Yes. You know, that sad song. Yeah. So like I say, of course it's, Sung by her, and I'll play it after the podcast, yeah. like I said. But, uh, you know, just a bonus song out there. That's cool. Um, so, like I say, that's, uh, which, fun fact, this song, And You'll Be My Heart, were both up for a grant, uh, an Oscar, like a best original oh, really? song within the same year. Oh, that's yeah, cool. So, that's pretty cool. Well, so, okay, my last one, kind of like you said about Phil Collins and that soundtrack, my last one's a lot like that. Uh, I don't have a specific song out there because there's a, a couple on the soundtrack that, I, that I've always been a fan of. And, and they were big when they came out. Again, one of those where it was uh, uh, not just a movie. It was a mainstream song. Yeah. But songs, I should say. But uh, Elton John on the Lion King soundtrack. Okay, yeah, nice. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went so hard in on that, on that uh, soundtrack. And, uh, and there was multiple songs that were, were big, big songs at the time. Um, and... Uh, you know, of course, I'm an Elton John fan. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I and well, I was a kid at the time when the movie came out, but uh, I guess that was my introduction to Elton John, really. Uh, you know, of course, I didn't keep it up. I was only in elementary school, but um, the, you know, of course, those songs came out. That that soundtrack came out. Huge fan. And, uh, but, but yeah, that would be mine. You know, while I'm thinking of it, I, and I'm, I guess I'm saying this so I can record myself and remember this, but one cool thing in a future segment would be, uh, um, songs from soundtracks. Okay. You yes. know? It's, yeah, it's like original songs. Yeah, because I guess in my mind, and I'll just go ahead and say this, this is good content. I, one song that uh, was not on a uh, on an album. Uh, yeah, you already told me this. I already know what you're going to say. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. One one song that's not on an album or wasn't for years is uh, on the Conehead soundtrack, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I thought it was Soul to Squeeze. No, it is Soul to Squeeze. My bad. It is yeah. Thank you, man. It's Soul to Squeeze. Yeah. Uh, so that was one that, and I, I, I could be wrong. I have to look this up, but I'm ninety nine percent sure. Being a Chili Peppers fan, that song was not on an album until one of the greatest hits albums. Yeah, because I want to say I, I have the greatest hits album yeah. that is on. So yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's just a that's just a cool cool little you know. But, so yeah, that's a good one. Nice topic. I yeah. Say, yeah. Um, All right. So, so yeah, so that's so that's our. 
Well, I guess our I guess you you had five Disney songs or well yeah I animated, guess you, animated you, songs. yes yeah. basically uh, I had five Disney songs so yes that was a good good segment Matthew like did it. Disney I did animated so basically he was the Walmart <laughs> of this and I was the Kmart <laughs> yeah I, I was the Dollar General of, of my assignment so mm-hmm. anyways uh so you got some news of the week uh well I, I touched on it earlier okay. it was uh, the video I uh, said so Brian May. With the original pressing of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I think all in all, it was a little over 30 minutes long, this video on YouTube. Yeah. Like I said, it's just them, him, and an engineer isolating different parts of the song as far as like just listening to the drums. Yeah. And obviously Freddie singing. Yeah. And the piano. I it's just, I think he said in his segments like Freddie and the piano singing. Yeah. Like I said, um, it's just like I said, it's amazing to hear him go through and tell For stories. For sure. Um, so like I said, all in all, it's 30 minutes long. Like I said, it's Brian May talking about Bohemian Rhapsody and breaking it down. And, uh, so, you know, it's cool to check it out. Well, I, I got a couple, uh, usually Matthew kills this segment, which he did today too, but usually I, I don't have nothing to offer to it, but I, I have a little bit today. Uh, one of them just quick, I won't end on this much. I saw where Ozzy's doing NFTs now. So, <laughs> you know, Ozzy's getting in on this. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a moneymaker. Uh, yeah. Again, if I see Ozzy's name or Gene Simmons, uh, a pop up on something that I know there must be money to be had. Definitely, you know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I saw where Ozzy's in it. The other thing, uh, this is one of them rare occasions uh, where, you know, you know, me and Matthew talk about a lot getting on a band before they're uh, before they're huge, and uh, and there's something about feel, having some. I don't know how you, what you how you'd say it. Like you almost feel a little possessive of it. Like it's yours. It's your baby. You found these guys. Or or before everyone, and then you you know, and then there's something in that where you're like, then you go through that stage, and then there's this stage you go through where you feel like they're not appreciated enough. And I know, yeah. especially with the type of music we like uh, in the states, you know, a lot of times they're not as appreciative they are in some other countries, and you know, whether it be Reckless Love or or just you know so, some of the ones like that. But I've got uh, so. Peacemaker, the new John Cena show coming on HBO Max now. Uh, yeah. He's not interviewing with us. We don't we don't have him here yeah, to, yeah. to promote the show. But no, uh, James Gunn put the soundtrack up uh, on Spotify, and uh, it's got Dust Bowl Jokies on there. Nice, Dust yeah. uh, uh, boots on uh, rocks off, and uh, so huge, huge, huge uh, thing right there because uh, you know they're they they've been, I guess, uh, uh, broke up for about three years now, two or three years, and uh, they, you know, they, I guess their first, they hadn't posted anything on Facebook, obviously, since, and it, no, I guess not to mean they're getting back together or anything, they're not, or as of, as far as I know, but they did post where they're on there, you know, one of the yeah, band members cool. was sitting in his, his vehicle, and you could tell he's just like so excited, he's just like, you know, let me, he, he pulled up the clip on there, and someone's getting arrested, and all of a sudden you hear the guitar, and, the, and then the song, it's just like, oh man, that's so cool. So I guess it's one of them situations where it's like, oh, that's one of my babies is getting its notice. <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. That's cool. Very cool. And then the other one, there's actually two on there, which made me so happy. The other one is Church of Rock and Roll by Foxy Shazam's on there. Ah, nice. You know, that's, yeah. that's yeah. I want to say that's the main song in the trailer for it. Uh, but uh, that is so cool. Huge Foxy Shazam band, uh, uh, fan. And I've seen them live a few times. Uh, they are... Obviously, they're a lot more well known than Dust Bowl Jokies. Uh, you know, they during the height of their uh, success uh, ten plus years ago, they were 
playing at the Spike Man Men Awards or whatever it's called. Um, they were the house band, and uh, and they've they had a song for opening day in baseball over a decade ago. So uh, just just a big a big time thing that they they kind of just got back together in the last uh, year or two. Uh, not been as big a fan as their this yeah. rebirth of them as I was before, um, and that's okay. Like I'll keep listening, hoping that you know I can find some common ground with them. Because of course, you once you like a band, you always kind of want to support them. Um, but but anyways, long story short, those two bands, James Gunn put them on the soundtrack, yeah, so they're cool. getting some love, and that, that's just a cool thing to me. And it made me want to check out that soundtrack. I hadn't done it yet, but yeah. if I they've got two bands like that that are very like. You, you're you're re, I don't want to say reaching because they're great bands, but you are not. You're going way off the beaten path. So I, I kind of want to hear the rest of the soundtrack to yeah. see if there's anything else on there that hell I might not even know and I might find and like oh hell yeah this is awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's I true. guess that's two two of my things today. So yeah, so like I said that's uh, I know um, Michael Starr does a does a feature on a song on there too. Really? He, he's publicized. I can't remember. It's a cover of a popular song. I can't remember who he's singing with offhand. But yeah, I know you publicized being on the song yeah, too. Yeah, so, I didn't uh, know that. So uh, yeah, I'll check, I'll check it out here soon. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. This is, uh, a, uh, I guess, a first podcast in two weeks. And uh, yeah, hopefully it won't be another two weeks. Yeah, it feels <laughs> good. No, we'll get back to it. I had a lot of family over. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I had a lot of family over. And uh, and every time that uh, me and Matthew planned something, uh, something get thrown in there. Whether And I think one or two days was work. And, uh, and then the other one or two... Uh, my dad, who I'm all excited to see, but he pop, he, you know, I get a message saying, "Hey, I'm, can I stay at your house tonight? I'm coming down, and you know, <laughs> what I'm going to do? Put him out." So, anyways, yeah. uh, this has been awesome. Uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Yep, see you.